0: Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now.
1: Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash, like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP, but don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how.
0: Napa know-how.
1: General States Pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20.
2: TV Roundup, our shows are back and we have a freaking
3: Watchman show on HBO and we are gonna talk about it. And Jonah Hill is out and Edward Nigma is Edward Nashton is Paul Dano. So many <laughs> things about that have me questioning
0: questions. Question
3: questions yes. like riddles questions like riddles I was thinking question mark the whole time so I'm just gonna repeat question 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 it's, question, question. It is collider heroes episode 328 <laughs> that's right it is the issue where spider-man is punching the incredible hulk but he's gray todd mcfarlane drew it it is oh, fantastic no, I can picture that it's such a good cover I love it so I much I love it how joining us you,
4: re- you had to research to make sure he was like this, this number seems significant <laughs> 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 with the gray hulk I know we you're talking about it. until you did it was like I, I'm just playing around reason. knowing question 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 we
2: couldn't do the fall tv roundup without our buddy jay washington
4: the only person who watches every single dc tv show that comes on and matter of fact if there were marvel shows on too i'd be watching those too because i talk about them all on the mad titan podcast which you should be listening to but no i'm glad to be back like it's it's fun this is a fun time this is what you know as a comic book fan you love cuz you like stuff you watch is coming to life now on screen and you get to watch some actors portray your favorite characters some play your lesser known characters that make you become more known to, they become more known to you so like i'm so excited for it but
3: i'm also so sleepy because i'll just be like sitting in front of the tv like well it's like <laughs> flipping through a spinner rack now and that's really cool. Last yeah. year we said it. This year it's even more because there's as many shows plus more. So the spinner rack has another layer on it, which mm-hmm. is very exciting. Now we should start with the DC TV shared universe. I think Berlanti kick off there. What are we liking? What are we not uh, first liking? First of all, Bob you Strokes. will call
4: this the Arrowverse, what it is aptly known it as. It is about to not be. It's- no, it is no. Stephen Amell has even said. It is still the Arrowverse once Arrow is gone.
3: You know what's on the breakdown, Riverdale. You know this who's not the, in Riverdale. Green Arrow is not in Riverdale, but Berlanti is running it. So Berlantiverse, which, is, which okay, which is crazy that Ber, that, the,
4: that Riverdale is a part. It's the Berlanti-verse. yes, <laughs> yes, because technically, um, is it Titans? Titans is part of the Berlanti-verse. Mm-hmm. which I, we're gonna
3: talk about. Is it? Yes. false. Titans canon. is
4: Berlanti. Okay, so. Like, let me, t- people forget, Greg Berlanti he a busy man. He out here be making shows like, all right, what kind of book do I have? We making a show of that one. This <laughs> like, it's, but it's so dope, he does it. Yeah. And again, Riverdale is such a twist on what the old Riverdale and Archie comics were.
2: But it's also based on the intervening step of the folks who were reinventing the comics in the last couple years who moved over to work on the TV shows. And please do both, because we miss those comics, but (laughs)
3: keep up the good work. In the spirit of Entertainment Weekly's old wins and losses, what are we thinking about the big new false later shows? What are we liking? What are we not liking? It's hard to say so,
4: because especially with the Arrowverse itself, you know what it's all leading up to. Yeah. (laughs) So... You can enjoy each episode individually, or some of you may not, but you just like, yo, get me to December. Somebody need to check their alarm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know everybody on, Everybody watching, I'm like they're not just not going oh, to no, battle. No, we hear it. We hear it. Uh, we try not to acknowledge it. Somebody just don't want to. It's like a Dark Phoenix screening. <laughs> but we
2: have already had. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but no, it's just, like, it's, I'm sorry, Amy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, you're you really trying to get to crisis. Mm. But at the end of the day, like the shows are kicking off well. I'm surprised how season eight of Arrows kicked off. Mm-hmm. I like it. Season eight of Super. Super, Super, it'll probably not go that far, unfortunately. But Supergirl kicked off well. Mm-hmm. I'm rocking with that. The Flash, because this is the pinnacle show amongst everything. I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I hate we gotta wait to Legends. Black Lightning is my favorite. Mm. Bad Woman, I'm I'm working yeah. with it. I'm I'm dealing with it. I've, I have my thoughts. Like everyone knows my thoughts on it, but it's like if you don't, I feel like Ruby Rose is miscast, and unfortunately, she's she's great in what they can put her in as the lead of this show is where I'm having the drawback. But it's great so far.
2: So, these shows in question are on seasons, I think, one, three, five, six, and eight, which was really interesting to go through all of those premieres and sort of like uh, some of them I'm caught up on and some of them I haven't watched in a while. So, I just watched through all of the premieres yeah. to kind of see where we are. Yes. Um, and uh, I will say, like, an absolute standout for me was, especially if you still remember the early seasons of Arrow pretty well, this season premiere was a dang love letter. For me, uh, Arrow to season, the beginning of Arrow.
3: No, right. Episode one is, a, is the highlight. First
4: like, of all, to sp- the, the, the little Easter eggs that you have to pay attention to in the first five minutes. Yeah. Uh. When him running through Leanne you and the Batman mask is on the pole and not the Deathstroke mask. And then when you see him take the hood off, it's like, wait, you got a haircut already.
3: I love that they both <laughs> give us uh, the twist that it led to, but also that it got there by having a Batman mask now that can use Batman. I love that we waited years and he had all that like, I'm the only vigilante. And then the last crossover, he was like, Batman's not real. And now they launched
4: the show with like, by the way. But that's why they always, and I love how they did it as Batman was always real in theory. Like he was always an urban legend. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until the last crossover Mm -hmm. where
3: everybody was like, Oh no, he's real. Oh, oh, he's real. And Stephen Amell would be like a little (laughs) uncomfortable with that because he's been playing Batman Green Arrow. I love that. Right. And then you got Greg Gustin, you have The Flash,
4: who's like, yes, he is real. I told you he is real. And then you meet Batwoman and you're like, wait, it's more bats? But to bring back Susanna Thompson as Moira Queen, to bring back Colin O'Donnell as Tommy uh, mm-hmm. Tommy Merlin, John Berriman to never miss a beat as Malcolm Merlin. Yeah. And then when you hear the twist, again, spoiler alert, the fact Thea is dead from an overdose, I'm like, that sounds about right for the character of Thea from which they did. But we know with Crisis with everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Then to find out that moira and malcolm are married (laughs) i was
3: like it's gonna be a fun season." classic
2: elseworld comic book storytelling and uh it's been about almost a week on arrow but the way it ends obviously had me like i think i literally jumped off of the couch and raced to the other room to go grab my crisis issues and And if you're doing a short
3: season you got to do stuff like that if (laughs) if the season's only going to be this big every episode's got to land like this one's got to count Yeah. yeah It's it's gotta count
4: quickly. There's no filler. And the fact that you did, see, this is what I like about it. For those of us who remember the Elseworlds crossover, we know the monitor made a deal with Oliver Mm -hmm. to save Kara and Barry. We can assume the deal is his life, but the monitor shows up on the flash and lets him know you're going to die. So it's like, then you have to hear this, which one sacrifices which. Even though we know Arrow is ending, mm-hmm. we, we figure like, okay, does Oliver just say I'm done? But we know they're going to have him be murdered. And yet, yeah, they're going to carry him, they're him gonna out. They're going to carry him you gotta out. You got to George Perez that man. Yep, they're going to carry him out. You're going to get that ultimate, because they're going to be called the Justice League, just in case you didn't know. They have already said it. They're going to have this Justice League moment.
2: Have they said it in something official? Yes. I well, missed that. Yes,
4: it's going to be Justice League. Uh, they're going to have this moment where they give him the send-off a la Tony Stark in game. How I mean remember. it's
3: an end game crossover. It's an end game crossover. Like it's TV's what, end
4: game. It's but, huge. But that's what that's what the DC universe does every year. Mm-hmm. Whenever Marvel has something big coming up, their crossover has to meet it or beat it.
2: I mean, in a generic in a general the, spirit it, of competition, yes. yes. But it's not like I'm going to say they just decided to have crisis no, because no, no, of Endgame. No. This, has, this been has been coming. Yeah,
4: this has been a plan from day 1. Mm-hmm. This has been like let's see well not even day 1. Let's see how the second the uh, Brave and the Bold that we did that crossover like cool let's see what the next one does when crisis on earth x worked <laughs> when they started shooting and they was like this
3: works we can do it and just like Endgame didn't have deadpool this won't have michael rosenbaum so it'll be very close to perfect uh, i want to
2: say i'm moving from the end of the Harley. i am curious only say <laughs> official things excited. i'm just saying uh I'm I'm very curious what what you all thought because uh, I've only seen the premiere so far, yes. but I am very excited about Batwoman. I had mixed feelings on the premiere because they packed in a ton of mm-hmm. story.
3: That's the um, have, that's the only new show out of any of the Berlanti stuff, right? It's yeah, the only River, one we're this right four. now. Yeah, no, okay. no, this Arrows, is the, new, this is
2: like, the newest. verse will be coming eventually.
4: Um, yeah, verse is still the verse, Right, the it's verse. So
2: I think that they, like, I want to give it some time. It's not as polished as some of the ones that are further along, mm-hmm. uh, but, like, it's my girl Kate Kane, and millions of people who don't know who that is are getting to see, like, a pretty Absolutely. intact version of that. I'm still waiting on some of the Gosh. other stuff that's important to her story to come up, like being Jewish. Is this that come up in the next not, ones?
4: No, not in the next couple episodes. Okay. The problem I have, like I said before, I, again, as a fan, avid fan of all these shows, I said it before we started filming. If I didn't leave Arrow after season three and four, this lets you know how deep I get into it, <laughs> no matter what. Supergirl, I've stayed with it through the transitions from stations, from channels to all the different changes to like now Melissa Benoist has her voice in this Mm -hmm. I just don't get, everybody else around Ruby Rose is doing a phenomenal job, it's just when it comes to Ruby Rose for some reason it just sounds like she's reading lines off a paper
2: You've seen more of it than I have. I found some parts of that premiere very affecting. It was uneven, but there were scenes that really got me. No, no,
4: of course. And I know exactly, for those who haven't seen the premiere, we talk talk about the don't ask, don't tell policy in the military, Mm. her relationship with Sophie, and them both being coming out being lesbians in a sense, and one having to leave eventually. And it was a great scene. It touched because it was supposed to. That's what this story is meant to do. Mm. But when it came to everything else, as Kate Kane being this hero, but not a hero, trying to you know solve mysteries having this detective life you don't get it from ruby rose there's something missing like i said the level of the level of volume they used her in elseworlds when she was already bad woman you know when you saw that little bit of K Kane, it worked but i think it's something about putting her in the lead where she has to drive this show Mm. it is her and it's not i don't know what will happen yet i don't have all the episodes but again from the first three it's they're trying to give you too much too quick and it's like, it doesn't work just yet. Do I want this to last? Yes. Will it last? It'll It make it one more season to see what it can do.
3: Now, I personally, it's not my thing. Uh, but I always say there's still the comics. So this is one of those prime examples where like, I love that character and I got plenty of books with her. So mm. I'm gonna go to those books. Uh, the show, I, I've given it two. I'm gonna give it four. Uh, and that's what I usually do. I can't like... It's a lot of hours to invest in something you're pretty neutral about. So for me, I'm like – I'm not mad at it. I'm glad it exists for people that that want it. I'm glad it exists for people that need that hero. I'm glad it exists for the audience that so deserves this character. But I have the comics that I like that source material use better. So I'm not going to – I have nothing against it. It's just like those comics though.
2: And I'm surprised how much Batman there is, although that might have been necessary to get it across to a major audience. Well, you
3: have to, and also to
4: establish who she is, you have to, unfortunately, because you can't just, so we show. In the that- comics,
2: it makes sense to be like, and also I mean, God, I'm in Gotham doing my thing, but I get from a TV perspective, people yes. would be like, that's a coincidence. Yes. And it's just like, it does make sense. It makes comics. sense the
4: way you do it. She finds the cave, she realized she finds out her cousin. Is bad man. She doesn't. Also, ru- her
2: sister and Luke are great. These are oh. kind of changes from her sab- her mythology, but I like that ensemble Again, cast. Again,
3: the Batman. now I don't want to rush Batwoman, mm-hmm. but a show came out this week. <laughs> it's called Watchmen, and uh, before we leave TV, I gotta talk about Watchmen because <laughs> this might be like I thought Legion was the bar. I thought, I thought that was I like, thought Legion was I the- thought Legion was this high intellectual, brilliant in camera editing, psychological thriller, and it is. But you know what else is keeping up? One episode of Watchmen, (laughs) I was blown away. They have the Tulsa Massacre in a show. It's called uh, Tulsa Massacre. But more affectionately known as the Black Wall Street. I know because like Black Wall Street's a big part of like hip hop and and the the subculture of that. That world, like the game has that incredible mixtape called Black Wall Street, which led me down an entire path to learn about it. So I'd known about it. I didn't realize how not known this was. And I love that a mainstream comic book property means people are Googling something that happened less than 100 years ago. This was less than 100 years ago. It was a horrible atrocity. And most people didn't know about a massacre of this scale. So I love that there is a comic book show about an important time in life that leads to controversial commentary based on now, which sounds just like Watchmen. And now we're back with a Watchmen show reflecting all of these things. It's if amazing. You,
4: we talk about, they showed the Black Ma- Ma- Wall Street Massacre, and I'll admit I watched it, and when I saw I knew exactly what it was. When I heard the bomb, I was like, okay, what's going on? But then it said Tulsa 1921. I said, are y'all really <laughs> about to do this? And the fact that they didn't spare it. Mm-hmm. That for me was the I hate this word, but the best way to do it because it was an atrocity to the fact that buildings, businesses, excuse me, were burned down. People were shot like dogs in the street. This is a real thing that happened. And many American students do not hear about that in their history classes
2: and they took a big swing like where it's like if you're gonna do this
3: you gotta That's do what you're it you're gonna right.
4: commit to and you're gonna do it and they
3: showed how thriving the community was in very quick moments and i really appreciated the yes. fact that it was very violent very jarring very upsetting but in that quick it was five minutes they showed how thriving the community was which is like atlanta today yes and they showed how important it was for the rest of the story in no time because of how brutal it was like they spared no nauseating emotionality in driving us through that well, story
4: they went immediately from that to a pull a traffic stop pullover mm. in a reverse situation mm-hmm. because you have a white guy in a truck get pulled over and his reactions to being pulled over are like, where is this going?
2: They're playing so many reversals. I'm really curious to see where it's going to land, but the I will Superman say I'm reversal? 100% on board yes. for this. It's just one of these like, you're doing a lot. But I'm into it because you have thought about like everything that is making me uncomfortable is supposed to make me and uncomfortable for a reason.
3: Now we don't. We could do an hour on Watchmen. I'd love to do an hour on Watchmen. Maybe we'll. We just, need to talk about the weather. Now the, oh, that's the, all I'm gonna the, say. Okay. So the third act of the movie is incredible. The third act of the comic is very different. I like that those both separately exist. This follows the comic, y'all, and it's so dope. Uh, I I just bro. I, oh, it rains so squids
1: <laughs>
4: and everybody's just. I mean, beside the people in the street who know to get the hell out the
3: street, everybody's just calm about it. Like, it's just another day. And the foreboding, like, the use of Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor is what the comic feels like. They managed to find a sound that reflects Watchmen. The yes, comic. it does. They have the foreboding intensity of hyper just like Alan Moore. There's random musical
2: theater, for me specifically. Oh, Oklahoma. The, use
3: circles, <laughs> the use of symmetry in circles. Like, there's so much. But we do not have an hour to talk about Watchmen. We can
2: just say Regina King, though.
4: We'll, oh, I want to yeah. bring up one thing about Please. I told
3: you about that you didn't catch. In the school, when Angela is talking
4: to the teacher about what, you know, and the students about growing up in Saigon, there's a poster on the wall. It's a glimpse. You got to catch it. It says the four most important presidents are Robert Redford, (laughs) Ronald Reagan, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, which you find out in the show, Robert Redford's been president for 30 years. years.
3: It's incredible.
4: And he's given Redford rations. What? What? Yeah. There's yeah. so much
2: mythology built into small lines in this and it's all very well executed. So I don't know where it's going, but I'm super on board. Now, if going you want to find board? out
3: more, oh, so on board and possibly on board. <laughs> if you want to find out more of that incredible program, I might've taken a certain gentleman, uh, Damon Lindelof, comic book shopping. We might've talked about Watchmen. It might be a game changer of a show that drops next week. Uh, usually we have a trailer, but we just shot it and poor Christian is already stressed typing enough. Now, a thing happened right before we went to air involving TV. Mr. Jeff Loeb, is no longer in charge of Marvel television as of today. But I think this is kind of like Ghost Rider got canceled, Agents of the Shield's off the air. We you don't Feige need do it.
4: We And then people will be like, well, what about run, Runaways and Cloak and Dagger? Like, Feige can handle those because the shows have already established themselves. They've already established that they're connected to everything. Yeah. So they're fine.
3: I, I don't think this is news and it affects like Jeff Loeb, who has been a great – Done an incredible job running Marvel TV. Yes. Thank you for all of the incredible shows you gave us. He is not there anymore. He's going to do something else great. His comics are amazing. Uh, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale have defined many characters you love. I'm not worried about Jeff Loeb, but it is news.
2: It is an interesting, uh, like, you know, not entirely surprising, but it, it is sad in that he is obviously the guy who was at the top for the Marvel Netflix shows which are very important oh. to us and to a lot of folks um that did a really great job with stuff but it's also one of those things where like we talked about when Kevin Feige got the big title last week I'm never exactly mad when Kevin Feige's in charge of things yeah. so hopefully this will work out great and he can have new projects he's excited about I'm interested to see where he goes
4: also from. You have, sorry about that, Coy. Also, you have the fact that Loeb, even though he brought the Netflix shows in, he's the reason they stopped having their connectivity to the MCU.
3: We don't know all the
2: details about how that stuff goes down.
4: But it's pretty much because he wants the Marvel television universe. He wanted the universe to be itself. And now with Marvel- That's
2: the same thing we praise Berlanti for in letting the CW shows do their own thing.
4: Because also, yeah, we praise him for that. But also we've established heavily throughout DC- Elseworlds. We consistently go on Elseworlds, Elseworlds, different universes. We consistently do that. So that's how that has that pass, if you will. Whereas with Marvel, because of what we've gotten with the MCU in itself, Mm -hmm. and then you start, again, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was predicated as being a show in between the movies. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, it left that. Yeah. So you were supposed to have this interconnectivity consistently, and I think they want to go back to that because why not? This way everybody will watch every property you have in a sense because you're like, oh, this part is integral to this movie coming out two years later
3: or things like that.
2: And I think it was just tough to manage with two different divisions.
3: Yeah, it's a lot. And now we have Kevin Feige. I'm still team hashtag save Daredevil, but I'm excited to see what all this can be. He is rumored to be interested in bringing Charlie Cox and Kristen Ritter back. I'm not
2: mad at any of this. I am
4: not mad about that at all to reprise their roles.
2: Do we lo- Do we have a source on that?
3: We got this covered. Do we have mm-hmm. an official source? <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of the world of Jeff Loban comic books, we've got this week's comic book poll list.
2: Look, I'm just saying, I'll be excited when it's time to get excited, and it's time to get excited about comics.
3: And that is this week's Wednesday, which kicks off with the incredible, the long-anticipated, the amazing Mary J. Number One. <laughs>
2: We've also got Count Crowley, Reluctant Midnight Monster Hunter from friend of the show, David Desmalchen.
3: Very excited for that book. We have Batman, Curse of the White Knight, number four. One of my favorite Elseworlds of all time as it's number four.
2: We got the first collection of Naomi. Naomi season one, the DC book you've heard Koi and I both go on at at length. It can be yours in one bound volume now.
3: And we've got a crazy book we'll talk about a lot on Giant Size because it is a very different type of anthology. That is Amazing Spider-Man, full circle from every writer you love. <laughs> this week's pull list is crazy. We're going to dive in deeply on Giant Size. We don't have time to go into them all right now. They're all, I can guarantee any five of those books with your money. Jay, anything call out to you? I'm, I'm
4: looking at them. I just saw them today and I am i don't want to even talk about nothing else until I look through <laughs> all these. All right, totally all good. right. These look amazing. Uh, Naomi stands out to me for
0: sure.
3: Naomi is one of my favorite new characters in a while, and the the Amazing Mary Jane book is written by the woman who's writing uh, Gwenpool Strikes Back, which is one of my favorite new titles. And She's the incredible. Uh,
2: artist on Naomi is about to do a new Green Lantern book with <sighs> N.K. Jemisin.
3: And that artist—it's going to be amazing. That artist is so good. Yes, and it's incredible. And Far Sector, get on. So it. cinematic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know any of that. That's amazing. Oh, that's amazing. So uh, that is our pull list. Like I said, giant size for deep dives into all that goodness. But we have another news story to talk about, and that is, of course. There will be blood, and that is Paul Dano as the Riddler. The blood was unfortunately Jonah Hill's. Uh, I am very excited for this. This is, to me, a very linear casting choice. To me, Jonah Hill was a little bit more exciting because it was a little out of nowhere. I like the idea of playing against type. I like the idea of Jonah Hill getting to flex a different muscle. Paul Dano is the Riddler, so I'm not going to be mad at, like, Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man. Like, Paul Dano (laughs) is the Riddler. Uh, It's just it's a more linear choice. I am happy but not surprised.
2: I guess a, a, a spot-on casting for the Rogues Gallery is a great way to introduce us to a brand-new Batman, probably, because even if you're having trouble seeing Pattinson as Batman, you're going to see this guy and be like, the Riddler. Yeah, you're <laughs> looking like, you right. that's, the,
4: that's the Riddler. Like that's There's you're no ifs, ands, ands, and about looking at that. at
2: Zoe Kravitz being like, Catwoman. Yep, correct. You have a sense. Like
4: When you hear this entire casting that we have so far, you have Robert Pattinson as Batman, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Paul Dano as the Riddler, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm.
3: You're like okay matt reeves i see you and they've only <laughs> just begun and they've only just begun announcing pattinson came out and said that batman's not a hero which i like what does that vigi- mean uh, to me that means he's a vigilante he's a vigilante he's which is out of his mind well also this is I'm, an early i'm just assuming that
2: that is some no, things no, no. that actors say no
4: and i think also the fact that this is an early batman yeah he's not fully this a isn't year, this like... is a young batman who is still
2: batman does not yet begin what are we doing
4: no 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 batman is not a hero for a while he's still a vigilante
2: for me, it says... Yo, I, I you said, might be confused about Batman.
3: I think, I think it's a buzzy quote on purpose, and I think it's Pattinson saying he's going to do something a little different. And my next point was, we're also seeing through Matt Reeves' casting, they're taking some chances. Like, I like Pattinson. I like the choice of Jeffrey Wright. I like everyone they've cast but to me paul Dano's like well yeah <laughs> so I, I think it's uh, we're gonna see a lot of villains because if you've got some well yes you don't have to spend time investing in them right. like if you watch prisoners or there will be blood or anything he's done you're you know what that riddler can be mm. whereas jonah hill i love the idea but i kept having to be like it's this with a little of this and a dash of this like you have to imagine more whereas would, this is so well yeah would you
4: accept it <laughs> jonah hill as penguin Eh, it's a little easy. It's too It's too easy.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah I think that's what a lot of people are like, like. It's too on the nose. Like, yeah. So you want to do something else. Like also, that. he hasn't been fat in a while. Like, I don't understand that this people... This
4: is Jonah Hill. It takes him two weeks.
3: But I... It, I, Like, I'm This not- is
4: Jonah Hill. It's
3: just so easy.
4: It takes him two weeks.
3: We I, I mean, after Robert I mean, Lord
4: Taylor, what we've seen in Gotham. That's true. Also true.
3: And, right. But to me, I feel like he'd want to play the Riddler because that's more of a thing to flex. Whereas yeah. the Penguin is like... Of running fat joke for Jonah Hill, who's trying not to be that guy.
4: Yeah, but again, he gets upset about a role, and then he gets 42 more pounds. Granted, he loses it again, but he's like Oprah Winfrey in the 90s. <laughs> like, Luther I cannot Vand- comment on any <laughs> Luther, of that. Luther Vandross at a point. Like, they kept going big, small, big, small, big, small. But it's what Jonah does. Love you, Jonah. Straight up. Bodies
2: are bodies. Be healthy. <laughs> Just going to go with that.
4: <laughs> but I, it's interesting because they say we will get at least – six villains
3: and that's what i mean about casting the ones that are just that makes sense because you have to spend less time investing in the character if the actor is the character you have to give yes. less of the origin if when you meet them you're like oh this is the comic so i you, like you to can see the take advantage of, of some sort you know of shorthand I mean? like, yeah uh, i don't know if i want to see the penguin
4: okay so uh who I mean, do you, you want to see so now we have the riddler and we have Catwoman. Uh no, no penguin i'd no love Joker. to see the
3: ventriloquist because that's different mm. i'd love to see Clayface, andy circus i'd love to see um, Condiment King. I want to see Ron uh, <laughs> Condiment King. The, 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 the Ron <laughs> Cephas Jones as Mr. Freeze. Uh, Ron Jones.
4: Yes. Right. That right. would be an interesting take on Mr. Freeze. Do Ron Cephas Jones?
3: I want to see a hyper intellectual, aggressive actor play Condiment King or Kite Man. I want to see Ben Foster as Kite Man.
2: I want to give a shout out <laughs> to our wonderful b- production team because I did not see the graphic that says "better off." Ed, oh, that's good, and it's amazing. Oh, that's real good, chefs' kids, graphics <laughs> yep. team, solid uh, work. Can we talk about the name?
3: Yes, please, because it's not any sort of anagram. We looked up.
2: Well, it might be. We haven't figured it out yet.
3: Well, I put. It, I'm putting it through several anagram, you know,
4: searchers. I'm doing all this other stuff because I'm gonna figure this out before we find out in the movie. Theories.
2: But audience uh, who might not have seen it, Matt Reeves tweeted a picture of Paul Dano with hashtag Edward Nashton, which feels like a beautiful mind reference. But uh, I don't know what they're doing exactly with this. Uh, They might have thought that Enigma was too on the nose, although he (laughs) is a Batman villain called the Riddler. So lean into it. Uh... But uh, I'm I'm very curious. If you have figured out something that E. Nashton or Ed Nashton or Eddie Nashton or Edward Nashton, Teddy Nashton, I don't care. Put, put them all in and tell me if it spells something because I want to know.
3: Yeah, if you have any theories, because I'm not going to outsmart Matt Reeves on air, but maybe. Uh, <laughs> there could be some craziness in there. Any villains you guys want to see?
4: I would love to see Poison Ivy done again in yep. a darker version
0: mm. i want that
4: darker version like they started trying to go that route in gotham mm-hmm. but then again it got lighter in a sense towards the end go a dark route with that one okay um who else i definitely want to see clay face yeah i think you can make a Clayface happen without having the really big you know mask and suit and everything you can do something that says why his face looks like clay you can do that. Or you can go ahead and do, if you're doing a different iteration of it, you get what I'm saying? Not the whole big gelatinous blob type moving thing. That's cool, though. It's cool, but always, you know, sometimes when they take chances. Yeah. Sometimes when you take chances. So, I mean. It's-
2: and see, my pick is super boring, so I almost don't want to say it because Ooh. I'm never tired of seeing the scarecrow. <laughs> like yeah, I, mean, I'd love to I see know scarecrows. we just had several great scarecrows, but, like, if you're doing a villain lineup, like, he's just always in there for me.
4: I think Sirian Murphy made it where you have to see the Scarecrow now. Killian Murphy, excuse me. I, I, Cillian Kyrian. L- let me tell you something. Hey, man, I pronounce season and sometimes <laughs> like
3: So no matter what, the Paul Dano announcement gives us more of an idea yes, of of Riddler. I still think he's going to be pulling a lot of the strings, but I think now he can do it without – as much screen time uh i'm excited for this entire cast it is a great choice it's just like a well yeah uh i keep that keep like those two words are my only casting note on this cast uh what do you guys think about the overall matt reeve shape you excited
2: oh yeah all
4: right i've been excited you know what it's finally coming to fruition we've heard about it for so long when it's like they're still writing it they're still writing it. we're like what's the movie come on to go to production and now you get the casting announcements It's like yes we're here at this point let's go
3: so we've got incredible TV. We've got incredible movies. We've got incredible Watchmen. I never thought I'd want a Watchmen show, and I love that Watchmen show. But until next week, we can talk about it more. Stay sweaty.
1: Napa Know how.
0: shop black friday week deals sunday through friday at kohl's plus get 15 dollars kohl's cash for
3: every 50 dollars spent and take an extra 15 percent off get the big one throws 849 toastmaster small appliances are just 214 after rebate and fitbit versa 2 is 129.99 plus take 30 percent off lego 70 percent off fine jewelry and save on boots for her 16.99 plus get fast and free store pickup shop black friday week deals at kohl's and kohl's.com select so styles offers valid november 27th through
1: the 27th 15% off with dollar code enjoy 15 lego and fitbit offers and coupons do not apply some exclusions apply see store or kohl's.com for details